Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I can see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, puppy. Take it over there. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. Been on my mind. But, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. T.K. Kirkland in the building. How you doing, man? It's a I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Happy holidays as well. Yeah, same to you, family. I got around to finally reaching out to you. <laughs> So tell me, explain to me what's going on. All right, so uh, um, my name is Andre. I'm, I'm 26. Uh-huh. Uh, working right now as a concierge in, in, in Santa Monica on Ocean Avenue. Okay, what's the, uh, what hotel? Uh, it's a it's a HOA ran condominium. It's a residential building, but it's called the Seychelles. Okay, exactly like, like, nice place. Yeah, I'm like one of the lead concierges there. You know, um, uh, being there is, is growing my customer service skills and whatnot, and, and it right. allowed me, to, at the age that I'm at, it allowed me to talk to different people and, um, I don't know, just learn from other people that, that have uh, Fortune 500 company businesses, but at the same time, I'm still learning life. People, people will right. do people, you know, just from listening to some of your podcasts and, uh, digesting, just trying to get a, as much knowledge as I can because my pops wasn't wasn't always there from the. Well, from we're not gonna blame your father. You know, when I hear that story about people, their fathers not always there. I'm gonna tell you about what your father did for you. To all the people who are listening, who always say my father wasn't there, he didn't do it. And this is something that you can never take away from him. He gave yeah. you the gift of life. Yes, sir. Now is your job to take advantage of the gift. And the way you take advantage of the gift is always wanting to absorb knowledge, always try to do the right thing, because here's the thing about decision-making. Everybody knows the difference between right and wrong. Some people say, oh, I didn't have my father or mother. Some people sin all week, go to church on Sunday, and act like God's going to forgive us. all a mind thing. It's mental. So you got to become mentally tough, change your mind, your mindset, and forget that weak shit. So don't ever say that again. Your father was ever around, because what it sounds like is that you're doing such a good job already that just keep achieving that. You know, don't say that to no no, no female when you talk to like, oh my dad was around, because men know how to be a, a gentleman. Men know how to be a man. It's it's it's, it's, it's easy. It's too many examples in the world to do the right thing. And that's what I'm trying to say. So you're good. Don't, you know, your, your dad gave you a gift. Now it's up to you. Yeah, we, yes, we, we wish that he could have been around to, to guide you, but who knows? He could have fucked your life up too. So, yes, you know, he could have fucked your life up. He's still, he's still around, but I, I guess I'm saying when it comes to me getting that knowledge, is like I, I try to talk 
to every gentleman and get some game, some inside game on how how I should approach things when it comes to me uh, going out of state from uh, the message I sent you, uh, going out of state, uh, going over to this young lady's house. She's letting me stay at her house. And I'm going, I went to Arizona to look for a new job to change right. my environment. And so I'm, I'm more than appreciative to, like, yeah, Arizona's a nice area, too. So I'm like, what part of Arizona? Uh, Scottsdale. I got energy on Scottsdale. Yeah, Scottsdale is real nice. I, I, um, when I was a, a kid, I lived in, I went to Arizona State. So I okay. lived, I was over here from, um, um, Scottsdale to Coolidge back and forth. I was there for like two or three years. So, and it's, it's grown a lot. So now what are you going to do there? What do you want to do? Uh, my, my buddy, my buddy works for an IT company called Stormwind. Uh huh. So, so I guess they're not I guess but they sell they sell IT to different uh companies like Okay. They, they they teach their employers how to how to prevent IT problems or how to, you know, if they do have an IT problem, uh they can train them. We train them well the company trains them instead of calling the vendor out, the 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 employees can handle it instead of paying that invoice. Yeah, that's a smart move. So you get in five thousand dollars. Yeah, you get in and learn that business and try to start your own business like that one day, 10, 15 years from now, and start your own company. So when you go in, you go in a game plan to know what you want to do and learn that business really, really well because they got grants for Afro-American men to um, start business like that because people come to me all the time to invest. But the thing that they don't know about me is I have a rule. One, I got to know you. And if I don't know you, I ain't doing shit. Two, if you got to know the business. Did you work at the business for years before you say you want to start a business? Everybody wants to start a business, but they have no knowledge of that business. So I think that this is a great thing that you want to do. But let's get focused on the the topic. You're going to Arizona to visit this young lady. So what's the problem? I, I, I I just did. It just passed. It passed. Okay. I was out there. I was out there in Peoria. Uh, she let me stay over her house. You know, as a, I rented a car, drove out right. here. Um, you know, she let me. She's a nurse. This young lady's a nurse. I used to talk to her in high school. After mm-hmm. high school, so I, I haven't seen her in six years. Right. So I told her I want. She. She's always. We. We've been off and on just communicating because she's been talking to. She had relationships, but me being who I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mix. I'm not gonna talk to you while you're living with some with another man. Right, right. You know got a lot of class. That's good. And um, so over time, of me working, of me being able to work in Santa Monica and and start to grow for myself a little bit, my job allowed me to. I worked at PTO, and I was able to take a week off. And so I drove. I drove down there. Uh, once we uh, coordinated everything. Mm-hmm. Drove, Far, never been out of the state alone driving. You know, wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't a bad drive. Put a lot of things in perspective. Once I got there, it was cool. It was nice. I slept on the couch all three nights. You know, I wasn't okay. pressing nothing. Wasn't pressing nothing. Um, but what I did was I got her a couple of house gifts as far as like quotes, right? Pop, DJ Max, and I got her a bottle of wine. Yep. And um, so the first night we go out downtown Phoenix. Uh, just to see the night, you know, right. it, it looks like a slower downtown LA, a desert. Right, sure. They always have a nice uh, event over at the W Hotel too. 
Yeah, I went. I went there Saturday. I went there Saturday night. My my partner that's putting me onto the job, he, he came and picked me up Saturday night because we went after the the beginning of Saturday. After Friday, we were hanging out. We got up in the morning, went to Sedona, went hiking. Uh-huh. Got back. She was acting like she was tired and whatnot. You know, I'm just like, okay. I didn't come out here just to sit down. And I, I right, black shirts and dress shoes anticipating that we was going to go somewhere nice, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so my buddy picked me up because she didn't want to go. And I'm, I told her, I'm devastated. You didn't want to come out with me when I'm dressed like this. You know, I can't, right. you know, be like, be here with you like this. You know, this is not my lady. I don't know if she's right. talking to somebody or, or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know? So I go out. She wait up all night for me. But I like you said, I go to the W. I go to the... Fashion Square Mall in Scottsdale, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful mall. Yeah. Uh, my buddy showed me showed me around, took me around. We were at the W. Uh, two old white women hit on me, grabbed my watch. You know, I, I wear a conventional D-stock. I'm like, why is this old white lady grabbing on my watch? And, and mm-hmm. standing alone. I'm like, is this how it is? I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> <But>. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know how to take it because you know, right. I'm, you know, they're just observing and seeing. Yeah, you learn in life. You learn it. Mm-hmm. And um, she wait up for me. I get back to her house. It's one o'clock. You know, she opened the door for me. But my experience, all three, all three of those nights leading up to Sunday. Um, if you don't see somebody in six years, the communication level of not seeing that person, you would think that. We got. We can just talk about things if it's on a friend level or just life aspect. Right. So once I asked her a question, I said, "I said, what motivates you? You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm attracted to the qualities that she has. She's a strong woman, independent, registered nurse. You know what I mean? Doing what she doing what she has to do for herself. Right. She said myself. So the question I asked her was, "What motivates you?" She said myself. I said, "Damn." In my head, I'm thinking in my head, I said, damn, you doing good for yourself, you're a registered nurse. I know that's what motivates you yourself, but what what are the factors in yourself that motivate you? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm just... And so I wake up the next day, ask the same question. She got sassy with me, like, Andre, my answer ain't going to change. I'm a, It's still the same thing, myself. I'm like, damn, you know? Now, but, what did you want her to say? I, I can't control what she. I, I don't know. I didn't know. I just right. But well, I mean, what were you looking for? I'm just curious. Uh, what actually motivated her to push her through to to make her change her environment? What 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 changed her mindset to come shift gears and come to a new area, look for a job? You know, I'm I'm because I'm getting ready to motivate myself to do that. So I was just. We're from the same area, so I was just wondering what pushed her to step out, you know. So okay, so she just, probably didn't understand the question. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing about success in life. Mm-hmm. It's always about choices, and it's always best to make the move before you get married and before you had children. There's millions of people who listen to the show who had the same dreams you had. Or had you understand? But had a baby before the journey, got married before they did what they were supposed to do. And people do things backwards. 
they'll have a baby, uh, um, get married, then all of a sudden they want to go to school and better stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes that can put a fire under a man's and woman's ass to boom, to go get it. And they do win over time. My show is to put people like you, explain to people what to do first so you don't have a handicap. And the handicap is getting married and having children. You have to be able to move and shake by yourself. Learn this life, stack paper, travel different places, and enjoy yourself. Now, this is not for everybody. When I travel the world and from New York to Paris to Germany to Texas, Caicos, I look at people. I'm quiet. I just, I just stare and I look at them. Some people need what they're going through. Some people are not always born to be winners. Some people are just born to be exactly where they are. But then some people get lucky. What I mean by getting lucky, sometimes people hit the lottery. And if you hit the lottery, the reason why people never stay successful or stay rich because they don't believe that happened to them. So they run through the money and they spend it and spend, spend, spend. And then one day they wake up and they broke. And you know why? Because it wasn't in the cards in their life because in actuality they really supposed to stay moderate. But because they hit the lottery, it was a swing in their journey. And they ended up right back to where they were supposed to be because see, we all have a journey. We all have a flight pattern. Some people are altitudes are higher. Some people altitudes is lower. But we all take off the same way and we all descend depending on what we've done through our flight course. So you're on your flight course. You're a young kid. You hung out with the no young lady. When did you say, well, well, you're younger than me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 26 years old. Yeah, you don't have to be my son. Your kid. <laughs> All right, so that's what I'm saying. So my point is that um, you had a great start, fam. 26 years old, trying to get up there and get it. And it's good to ask people questions, but when you hear an answer like that young lady said, just leave it alone. Okay. Yeah, just leave it alone. Because obviously she probably, she didn't know where you was going. Okay. She didn't know. She didn't know what you, what you, where you was going with this. So the incentive is you. So you, you're your incentive. You got the in Santa Monica. And for the people who don't know about where this place is, he's on Ocean Boulevard. I go from, um, West Side Highway in Harlem, New York, to see the sunrise. And in a day, I could be on Ocean Boulevard at the park watching the sunset. And what I'm trying to tell people, if you ever get to go to Santa Monica, California, and walk down Ocean Boulevard and get there between 530 and 545, you'll see the greatest sunset of your life. And you see this every day, fam. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. You don't even take, take advantage of it. You don't even care because you're so used to it. No, yeah, yeah. Now I'm at, it's, I'm, almost, I'm almost there three years. And, you know, TK, I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm 26. You know, L.A. is expensive. My Coming back from vacation, my, my pro, the supervisor, he gave me a raise, but it ain't much. 
You know, right. Like, like, but I'm thankful, but what, yeah. is, what is a young man supposed to do with 18, making $18 in Los Angeles? That's, I'm still... That's so true. I'm, right. I'm, statistically, I'm still poverty, poverty level. Yes. Poverty yes. statistically, because they say you're supposed to make 70000 to 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 not be poverty-stricken in Los Angeles. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, I, I heard that from D.L. Hughley. Okay. And um, I'm just, I'm just trying to make a sacrifice to what's going better, better my situation. You know, like you said, yeah. I have kids. I don't have anything holding me back. You know, yeah. I may hear some things. I may hear some things that's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Or, or, or when my when my pops talked to me, he said, "Shorty, get the fuck away from here. Go do something different. Go, go be in a different environment." I told him, right, it's true. Get out, get out of here. Like you, you're not gonna know if you don't never take that leap. And, and so, I always tell people too. Sorry to interrupt. I always tell people, tell people too. You should never die where you were born. Right. And what I mean by that is that means you never did anything. You never traveled. Mm-hmm. And you gotta uproot from where you're born and die somewhere else. Is because I just think life. That's just me. I just think life is about a journey. And every year, man and woman should better themselves physically, mentally, financially. You know, financially, just do I have to get another job? Physically, okay, I want to take karate, I want to take boxing, I want to take yoga, I want to start jogging more. All right? You, you have to, every year, your life should get better if you can make that happen. So since you're 26, your father told he told you exactly right, yo. Change your environment, L.A. Even though people from different what parts of the world want to come to L.A., but it's just what happened. You live in L.A., and you want to get, and no disrespect to Los Angeles. I love L.A. I've been everywhere. I just personally think L.A. is overrated. It is. No disrespect to it. It is. Yeah, it's overrated. Even in the real estate game, I have bought three houses down there. Um, and I'm traveling. I'm thinking I'm Jay-Z and shit. You know, because I'm traveling so much, I ain't got time to look at the house. But I got people doing shit for me. So they sending me the paperwork. This is before DocuSign and all this. So I'm getting shit FedEx or faxed to me at the hotel. You know, you see a lot of paperwork. You really think you're that nigga, you know, trying to paperwork. You know, you're sending it back. You know, you're going on an interview. You're telling your assistants to just do X, Y, and Z. So I bought three properties, one for 700 thousand. One for eight hundred something thousand, one for one point nine billion. Now watch what I'm about to tell you. I fly. I'm fighting a case at the same time. Matter of fact, so I'm fighting. The, the case is more important than the house is because I got to beat this case. So I'm, I'm flying in LA. I'm dealing with the attorneys. I think I had another case somewhere else, and I'm fighting two motherfucking cases. Still trying to be a father. Still trying to be a, 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 a entertainer. So. I beat all the cases, I win, and now I'm focused on my property two years later. I go pick up my oldest son, Aaron, and, you know, I'm proud of myself. You know, like, oh, come on, get in the car with me. I'm going to show you some shit that I bought, like, two years ago, you know. So I go meet my guy. We drive down to the property. Yo, I'm in the worst motherfucking neighborhood in the city. Now, on paper... When you see seven hundred something thousand, one point nine million, you think you got some fly shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't, fam. I didn't, and this is in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when the market hit. 
and I had to do a short sale, and I lost on all three houses. Bad. And then I re-upped, um, took my investments to Vegas, made all that money back. But my point is, I said I would never buy nothing in Los Angeles again because when I hear 1.9 million, like I was talking to one of my homies, he lives in um, Greenville, South Carolina. He said, for $400,000, I have the baddest house in the city. That's what 400000 will get you in, in Greenville, South Carolina. So that's how early is. So like I said, you're 26, go to take the advantage of that job in Arizona. And it's, 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 what's so great about that? You're going to meet a successful woman. Trust me. See, because Arizona is not that much stress. And then, no disrespect to our, our black women or well, because you got a lot of black successful women too. But in Arizona, you go, you got your pick from Spanish to white to black to Chinese, and they all successful. Just take your time, you know. And if you do get serious with someone, the thing I tell you the most: make sure she got her own place, make sure she got a car. Make sure you, you feel that you got somewhere close to 25000 but at the same time, you start stacking your paper and try to get a side job. Who I know in Arizona? I know a few people in Arizona. Yeah, and I, I, I've, been, I've always been listening to your podcast, and it, like you said, don't even think of a woman until you got twenty five saved up. I That's right. Saved up in my... And, and I'm gonna be honest. I'm not just. I'm not quite there yet, you know. So I'm like, right. I, I feel like when I tune in. So here's the thing: you can still date. You can still date. Make sure you wear a condom. Make sure you got to. Don't have no babies, fam. Don't have no babies. Don't do that to yourself or to the girl. But you gotta date. And I want to make sure I clarify that. That when I tell people they gotta have twenty five thousand, I want you to have twenty five thousand before you really get serious. So you can date, you can have fun, but you got to wear a fucking condom because I don't want you to mess up your life. Even though sometimes having a child can better you in some of the ways, it's also a blessing, depending on who you are. My goal is to be your GPS and to the people listening, to be your GPS so that you don't make mistakes because when you look at the odds as far as good jobs, Find good opportunity. As far as being in your in, in your own place, it's hard. And it all starts with your parents. Like, you know, I tell people all the time. What? And I want you to remember what I'm about to tell you. When you do have a child one day, I want you to put away anywhere from a hundred to a hundred fifty dollars a month for your child. Watch what I'm about to tell you. Every month until they're twenty one, twenty two years old. You never tell them about the money. When they give, they say, Dad, I, I want to move and I'm going to get my own place. All right, cool. Okay, that's good. And you give them a check, yo. The check is going to be 20 something thousand. Do you know? Now imagine this for a second. Now imagine your father giving you a $25,000 check when you got ready to leave the house. You go get a nice furniture, a nice living room set, a nice car. We got a first and last month for rent. You're not in debt. You're not in the hole. Whereas most parents, 
raise their kids to be 18 and then send them into the world. Well, guess what? Now you got to work at this job, that job, to get 25000 30000 where if you know that you're having a child, they should have this 25000 when they get ready to walk out the house. So now they're not in, 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 they're not in, the, in the red, they're in the black. Do you agree? Makes sense, don't it? I, I agree. It, it totally does. Cause shit, I agree with you. You can imagine you having twenty five to thirty thousand or more when you turn twenty, twenty, twenty two, twenty one, twenty two. Man, your life won't be a stress. Yeah. And if you fuck it up, it, it, that's on how you went about going about doing things. But the guidance and structures has been instilled. You know, some people do right. things with money, you know, so. It, yeah, but most likely, hopefully, a parent that'll save that kind of money for their child will explain to them how to move, how to maneuver. So that's the way that story is. But you're gonna be okay, you know, because your head is right to tell by your conversation. You're very mature, and I can say that, and I hear that you listen to the show. But the twenty-five thousand is to make sure that whenever you have a crisis. You have the situation called CYA, cover your ass. You know, but you got to keep in touch with the girl. And everything that is from this moment on is about relationships. You win in life because you create relationships. You don't burn bridges. And down the line, you get to something. When I, when, I left, when I left from there, TK, um, I didn't want to burn the bridge by doing anything that, felt like it was burning the bridge, you know? Right. And I didn't. I never pressed up on her. We shit. She didn't even open the bottle of wine. We didn't drink that together. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and what you do now, you send her a card. I, I did. I gave her a card the, the day the day I got back in my car. I handed her a card. Um, Good. And thank you for the hospitality. Yeah. Making my visit feel like a stay at home. And I right. And I down in the corner. Um, I wrote down in the corner, you know, I'll always be here for you with love and respect as a friend, you know, um, you know, what signature my name. And I don't know how you. I like that. Right, exactly. Yeah, because most women, yes, you don't know how she took it. She probably wanted to fuck you. You don't know. But the thing about it is you have to feel, you got to take the energy and wisdom. I truly feel you did the right thing, not having sex with her. You know, I really do. You know, now if you came in the house, she had a little booty showing and all that kind of shit, huh? Yes and no, who knows? Yeah. You know, so don't get it wrong, girl can be a nurse and everything. She's going to get a fuck on too. That's not getting fucked yeah. up. You know, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the shift is changing the world where women are becoming a more dominant factor because most men ain't got their shit together. So most girls can't get dick on a regular basis like they want to, and they're making all this money, they're traveling, and they want to get fucked too. Believe me when I tell you that, you know. And it's getting so bad. I was telling somebody in my show last night, in Ohio, how when you watch the commercials now, like the Lexus commercials, they got the women buying niggas' cars, and the guys are coming out of the room telling, this is what I wish for. This is shit a female would do. This is crazy, dog. So my point is, with you writing the letter to her, she probably was insulted because it's also possible she wanted to fuck you. 
You never know. If she's if if you detecting the attitude in any kind of way, she wanted you to fuck her. And she's tripping. And she's tripping. Right. And she's tripping because you on this friendship. See, because most men are not gentlemen. So you don't listen to my show. You brought gifts. And that's rare. You can't even say hi to a female no motherfucking more. And they know how to take it. So when you what that, and she, if, if you're telling me she was acting sassy, she wanted to have sex with you. And you came off on the friend thing. Like, thank you. She didn't get it because she's not used to that because men don't do that no more. Sometimes I'll meet girls. I'll say, hey, can you give me your address and your email? And they think I'm trying to do an FBI investigation. Bitch, I'm about to court you. <laughs> I'm going to send you a card. I'm going to send you flowers. God damn. That's how crazy it's gotten. You can't even ask a girl for her address, her email, her date of birth, because you know you want a date of birth so you know when to send a card for her birthday. You want your address because guess what? I'm going to send you five. Matter of fact, give me your address to your home and where you live because I might send flowers to your house or I might send flowers to your job or I might do both. Because, you know, you got to send flowers to a girl's job because that's, you get the, 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 um, the co-workers excited. The girl's like, oh, someone sent you flowers, sent you a teddy bear. My man don't send me shit. Like, you, I just think that's nice for a girl to have that type of advantage. That's true. And, but that's how crazy this guy. When we were sitting there talking and whatnot, she's on her phone. And we, I, you know what? I, I got both of my phones. I left them where they was at. None of my, none of my phones went off, but I'm very mm-hmm. nervous. You know, I ain't seen you in six years, so I don't know if you're a little nervous because I'm around or or so or, or what. But right. I care more about my, care more about my free will before anything, before I harm right. anybody. And um, she was just picking up her phone every time, to text, text. So I'm like, I, her opening statement was like, "I do whatever I want. Ain't no ring on this finger." Okay. Mm-hmm. Out mm-hmm. to you. So, you know, along the way. We sitting and talking, so she finally comes out. Yeah, I've been talking to some guy for the last six months. Dude. I was going to say that. I knew it was a dude. I was just waiting for you to tell me. Yep. My heart, my heart is with him and this and that. I said, okay, that's that's cool. You know, I ain't been talking to you. You always feel like I go MIA, but you opened up your door to me to come for me to come out here with an mm-hmm. open invitation. So if it was that easy for me to come out here and see you, why hasn't this person that you got this time invested in come see you? You know, in my head, I'm not asking that. In my head, I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. something if I'm out here on the couch, you know, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm on the couch, but I'm just visiting. You know, I'm not going to, I didn't expect anything. I didn't want, I didn't go down here to tell her, oh, I love you. I want to do right. none of it because I'm still going my wings to what, what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, yeah. And you already know her already anyway. See, life is not about that. Let me take a picture up on some game shit. See, I believe that every person you meet, if you date them, you have fun with them, you keep it moving. She's a friend. You keep her as a friend because you get to Arizona. You can invite her out from time to time for company, right? 
but your goal is to meet new people. That's what made, that's, that's what helps you grow in life. When you meet new people. And when you meet new people, it's a beautiful thing. And you get better, you, your taste changes in life. And I really think that you're going to really, really do well in Arizona. I really do. And the energy there is beautiful, especially Scottsdale. Yeah, Scottsdale. It, it was real nice when I was out there. I, I'm, I'm just, and I got an interview. I, I have my interview on December 13th for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just use another PTO in December and drive out there and do a turnaround just for the interview. Right. I don't know how that goes. You know, I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay positive. But, yeah, it's going to go well. Yeah, it's definitely going to go well. You know, it's in the car. I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket, like, just banking on this one on this one job, you know. Smart, so smart. In that day, I'll probably go to other places since I'm already dressed up, you know, and, and leave my resume because I don't have business cards yet. I mm-hmm. feel like I need business cards just to leave an open invitation, you know, just to follow up. Right now, how long? Now you can't get business cards. You can see if you're able to get a business card in a day. Yeah. I could do that, and that's and that's what I'm working on. Me, me and a friend last night we went hiking. She she gave me game. She was like, Andres, before you go out there, make some business cards, you know, so that way it's still professional, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just so you're gonna get that. some cards made. Yeah, through this through this print, uh, I want to say that's the website. Yeah, but they got shit right in your, na- in your neighborhood out in L.A. that you could do it. You ain't got to go visit the president. Just okay. Google the, the nearest um, um, place to get cards done. Okay. Yeah, it costs you like $20. All right, I need to do that before it ends. Yeah, TK, I, I don't know. I'm I'm thankful, and I follow you on Instagram, and I always see you put positive things up to, re- to get me back into focus, you know, like, because I feel like the traffic or the things that – you, you you see every day you you start to change your mindset into more positive you know right. you, you start to do negative things but if you follow the right type of mindset of people and people that are aspiring that that show good examples you will start wanting to set that president for yourself you know right and, and uh, I feel like I'm just a sponge right now because you know I'm getting over that that fear thing of just being able to step out. You know, some some people don't admit that fear is holding them back sometimes, but at one point I was running away from myself, but now I'm running to myself. Like, now nah, okay. I got to catch myself because mm-hmm. I, I think I'm the only I, I'm the only person that can really catch myself. Nobody can do it for me, you know? And so right, it's, just, true. It's, it's eye-opening. And, you know, I ain't never stepped out. I ain't never... Okay, I, I'm, I left my other environment, went to L.A. Um, now I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm by the beach for the three years. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't seen everything that's beautiful about L.A. because I'm mm-hmm. right here. Yeah, I'm man, that, that shit is awesome, boy. You know, the beautiful women, you know, every right. It's just everything is beautiful right there. But it's like, damn, Andre, what is success to you? Like, that's what right. do you feel like is... is um, and, internal success for you, you know, like, um, I don't open doors for, for, um, I was a doorman, um, you know what I mean? I, my thing is customer service, talking to people, right. making them feel good when they come into an environment, mm-hmm. um, setting, setting the atmosphere, like, if, if I got a shitty look on my face, then 
the energy ain't gonna be right when you come into the you know what I mean? So I right. have to be upbeat. And um I don't know, just learning but like even meeting women, you you become a gentleman but they don't understand what a gentleman is. Like That's so true. You're right. Oh. You're right. So that's why the show you get know, I got a lot of female followers as well and listeners and we teach one person at a time. So just like you learn to be a gentleman, we're going to get our women to understand what gentlemen are too so that way it can balance out. Because like I said, when you come up as a gentleman and a girl don't understand that, it's so confusing that they don't know what what's going on. So that's why when I dropped the book in October, it's called Gangster Conversation, and I'm dropping the comedy album. Um, this is going to be my second one, Cook Gangster Conversation. It's going to really be about these type of things. It's going to be about um, the principles of life, um, how to go through your journey, how everybody that you meet helps to mold who you become down the line in life. Everybody you meet, you can learn something from, and you put it in your, in your I call your database in your head, and you remember things, and as the days, the weeks, the months, the years go by, you accumulate all this information and you use it to help better yourself. And I'm glad to be a part of your journey because uh, as you go through life one day, you're like, yo, I remember OGTK Kirkland used to tell me to do this and how you should listen to this podcast. And I really, really, really am thankful that um, I have an outlet to give um, you gentlemen and women a lot of knowledge and become your GPS in life, and that's it, you know. So I wish you the best. I'm in Cleveland. I'm getting ready for my show tonight and another sold-out show. To the fans all over the world, to the homies that's out here grinding, to the women that just want to do better in life, we just have another gentleman who reached out to the T.K. Kirkland show to uh, get some knowledge, drop some gems for him, and we wish you the very best fans. So say your name one more time. Uh, my name is Andre. You okay, know. Mr. Andre. And what we'll do to Andre, since you're already looking for a job and everything, that's cool. If you have any problems, make sure you hit me back, you know, because I got a guy named um, um, Mills, um, 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 Mills Morgan in Arizona. Well, he's one of my homies out of Detroit, Michigan. Real fly dude. And he can definitely help you get a job in um Detroit, Michigan. I mean, not Detroit, Michigan. Out there in Arizona. I know a few people out there. So, um, when you're ready, if you can't find something, let me know. Is there is there any way we can stay in touch? Uh, yeah, you got my number. It. Yeah, that, that number you see right there on your phone. Don't say it. Is the number that you see? That's my direct line. I, I, all right, it's an open invite for me to contact you. I ain't gonna blow yeah, you up. Yeah, just now. when you call you up, because I hang up on your ass. So call me when you got something to talk about, because I'm busy. So if you guys want to talk about when you call, I'm going to take your call. If you call me like, oh, what up, OG? I just went. I'm going to hang up on your ass right in the middle. I'm just like, click, dang, like, oh, they're busy. <laughs> uh, hey, have a great year, my man. May you do your thing. You're on the right course. I'm telling you right now, you're on the right course. To the people listening to the show, I want to thank for the love. Keep telling people about the podcast. Keep showing the love. Until we meet again, may your pain be champagne. Tea to the motherfucker. Okay, Andre, have a great year, my man. Peace and blessings. You too, sir. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne Magad, music by Lando Beats. 
This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.